0: Hello, and welcome to Castle Fun, the official podcast of the Star Wars Speculations subreddit. I'm Sam, and I'll be hosting this episode today.
1: Hi, I'm Liz.
0: Hi,
2: I'm Todd.
1: Hi, I'm Lai.
0: So, we have a few topics lined up for you guys today. The first is the production title change for Episode 9, changing from The Black Diamond to Trixie. It's been recently reported by Screen Rant that the working title has now changed, JJ has changed it. So, what do you guys think Trixie might represent? If anything at all,
3: I kind of want to say it's maybe like like an animal or something or like a like a like some sort of character like a little like a pork or like a father or something like that. It sounds very cutesy and weird.
0: I mean, do we know that the working titles have any sort of meaning to the film anyway? I know that apparently, according to this article, the Black Diamond, which was quite heavily theorized on, that it might mean something to do with Snoke's ring or something to do with the Dark Crystal, the film. Now apparently this is saying that it's a nod to the film's production company, Carbonado Industries. So that might mean that the Black Diamond literally had nothing to do with the plot of the film. So That's maybe this whole this whole speculation with what Trixie could mean is kind of pointless.
3: Yeah, they could have also changed it to throw off the scent as well
0: yeah that that was that was yeah i mean i feel like that's a whole different line of conversation is like why Mm -hmm. was it changed because why was it changed i mean it it doesn't really this this has never happened before it never it never got changed before yeah Um, and it doesn't
3: really feel like it was a necessary thing to have announced mm. it's something that not everyday people know so to have that come out is kind of strange
0: Right, it's like, hey, the Black Diamond didn't actually mean anything, guys. I don't know. I think you might be right there. I think you might be onto something because...
3: It was just a weird thing to do, to have public and to have yeah, like, a whole article man. about it that it was changed. It, it just seems very like, uh, like a PR thing. Like, oh, mm. hey, guys, look, new thing. You guys were wrong. ha <laughs> Yeah, because yeah.
0: there, there was that whole massive speculation that it was something to do with Snoke's ring mm-hmm. or it was referring to Ben being the Black Diamond, you know, the pressurized... Cole. I don't know. My only other theory about this was that, correct me if I'm wrong here, but possibly the Black Diamond being Colin Trevorrow's working title name, and then it was changed. I don't know. But then again, it, it does seem weird to report that anyway. And then they just explained that that, that was the case.
1: I thought Colin got fired a long, a long time before yeah. the Black Diamond title came out, right?
0: I'm, gu- I'm going to agree with that, but I don't think they'd have made a working title while Colin was actually working on the film, because I'm not even sure if a script was written back then, it was probably just the, uh, the overall outline of the plot. They have highlighted the fact that it's Trixie with the I and the X capitalized, so who knows? Maybe it's just something as, as silly as that, that it's, you know, IX is 9.
2: I just thought it was, well uh, they changed the name because as maybe people were speculating too much about it, and they didn't want them to it didn't mean anything or if it was just the right they were made. worried
0: people you know how they did the last jedi when people were like possibly over speculating on certain aspects of the film <laughs> and they didn't want disappointment mm-hmm. affecting the movie's score but maybe
3: space panda or space, space Pan- bear yeah space bear was like exactly what tlj was i'm just saying it was yeah I mean, that's pretty spot Perfectly, on yeah but so th- they
0: did say that that was in in interviews they said it was to do with the fact that they gave everyone code code names, code bear names. And then and then Luke Skywalker's was, was, was space bear. You know, I don't know how true that is. That's just what they've said on the interviews. I guess I'm inclined to believe them. I don't know. Do you guys do you guys think there's more to it than that or?
3: I still feel like it means something and that they're just covering it up. <laughs>
0: mm, mm. Maybe.
3: That's just me being hopeful.
0: Maybe Black Diamond was a little bit too on the nose and they were just scared that it might reveal too much of the plot.
3: Yeah, exactly that.
0: The next topic in the lineup is Solo's underperformance at the box office. Obviously, Solo it didn't quite reach what they expected it to in terms of the box office. That could be down to a number of reasons, mm-hmm. uh, such as multiple movies that are, you know, big titles like Deadpool 2 and Avengers: Infinity War coming out very, very close to to the release. Could also be the fact that it only came out five months after the Last Jedi which is a very, very short period of time between the movies. It could also be the lack of marketing for the film, you know. A lot of people didn't even know that this was a film that was coming out.
3: So I work with kids, and at my job, I had to do something that involved promoting the movie, you know, merchandise and all that. So when I started, we were explaining the the merchandise, and then it showed the trailer, and then after people were slightly confused... And they were saying, oh, is this a new movie? I would have to explain to them, yes, it is a new movie. And they would ask the question, is this after this other movie that just came out? And I would say, no, this is a prequel before a New Hope. And they're asking, why isn't it Harrison Ford? And then I would have to explain, this is when he was younger and before he met Luke and Leia and all this. And it was... It, it, it was quite strange to see an outside perspective because we here we know what's going on, everything that's happening, and to, like, the the average consumer, this was a very, very strange thing for them. They didn't know what this movie was. They just knew that it was a new Star Wars movie.
0: Well, I remember the same thing happened. It wasn't maybe not quite to the same extreme, but I remember the same thing happening when Rogue One was released, and people saw Felicity Jones, and they thought, oh, why have they recast Ray <laughs> Or, like... Why is you know, why is Ray now in the in the place where the Death Star is, you know, oh, that doesn't make really? any sense.
3: I never heard that.
0: Yeah, I had I had some real life friends, they were deeply confused. They thought that Felicity Jones was Ray. They didn't even realise they were different actors, they just thought that she was oh Rey. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, and I had to explain strange. to them I was like, No, this this, this isn't to do, anything to do with the Force Awakens. This is yeah. a completely separate film. Oh my
1: god. It seems like the anthology films are sort of confusing for general audience. Yeah. So.
0: Well, I mean, when you think about it, we've never had anthology films before. It's a completely foreign concept. Right. So to I mean, to the more hardcore Star Wars fans like us that yeah. we're familiar with like comics and books, things taking place outside the main saga of films and we know that there's this massive universe outside the, the the Skywalker saga. But most general audience members, they're not familiar with this concept. So when they see a film taking place outside that, they're like, why is this being made? Why do we need to learn about this? Because they just don't get it. They just don't get the reasoning behind it. They don't realize that Star Wars is a massive universe to explore. And I, I do wonder if if that's, that's one of the reasons why Solo didn't perform quite as well as they expected.
3: I think they should really uh consider like uh not a rebrand but like uh, well i guess sort of like a rebrand for anthology films like uh promoting it like oh these stories will be coming out they're not connected to to the main saga but there's something new they might be connected to characters you already know but it's you know it's like outside because i feel like people are confused as to like uh, it's main main saga anthology main saga anthology and then it's gonna be this last one main saga and then we're gonna get probably like two more anthologies after that and then it's gonna go into maybe like ryan johnson's like other trilogy or like creators Mm. are gonna make their own thing yeah
0: Yeah. i mean i I mean i can't like stress enough how much i hate the branding of a star wars story like it's (laughs) like hey this film and then a star wars story like people when people look at it they're just seeing Rogue One, Solo, mm-hmm. like they're not, that. that is not instantly going Star Wars to them, that's, mm-hmm. not, that's not clicking in their brain that that's a Star Wars film, mm-hmm. so like when they're just, I don't know, like going past the cinema, seeing what films are on, or looking on the internet what films to watch, yeah. they're not seeing Star Wars, yeah. if if I was in charge of the marketing, I would plaster Star Wars all over that,
4: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's like I would have Star Wars, Rogue One, Star Wars, Solo, yeah. it, it would just make a lot more sense to it me, would. I don't think it would confuse people, I think... A Star Wars story is confusing people even more. Because
3: it's at the end, and usually it's a very small writing. Yeah. Yeah. We need
2: to work on the marketing and explaining this to the
0: general audiences.
3: Yes, Mm. because, like, general public, they they really don't know.
1: Mm. So no
0: wonder people are getting confused. I don't blame them.
1: I sort of use my sister as, like, a gauge for general audience to see what's... (laughs) You know, what's catching on with her and what's not. And, uh, yeah, she... She was, like, kind of interested in Solo, but didn't even... No, like, it was being released soon, so... Yeah.
0: <laughs> the audiences, audience members that aren't, like, keeping up with, like, the release schedule of films... Right. Every Star Wars film so far has been a year after the last. You know, you had The Force mm-hmm. Awakens, then Rogue One, then The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And this one's just come out f- only five months. Right. Five months after The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. People just weren't expecting it to come out. And then, and then before they know it, it's like, oh, a Star Wars film's come out. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. Messing with the annual release date really... Hurt solo and people knowing. I think existed. they did
3: that because they knew it wasn't going to do good. So because there was going to be a lot of um, there's a lot of movies usually Christmas at Christmas time, and they knew it wasn't going to do as good. So like if it bombed now, it was really going to bomb during Christmas. But didn't
1: does he know that like Marvel always releases stuff during May?
3: Like right now we have,
2: we have Infinity War, we mm-hmm. have Deadpool, we have mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, we have like.
0: Tons of movies coming out right now that are competitive. Last Jedi, the Last Jedi, the Last Jedi was originally going to come out last May.
1: Oh yeah, and so was uh, Episode Nine.
3: uh, Yeah, Episode Nine was supposed to come out next year. too.
2: -hmm. All the Star Wars movies are supposed to come out in May, but they've all been pushed back Mm -hmm. except for Solo.
3: I personally like the December release yeah. date. I, I Me don't too. know why it just fits, and it's like you associate December with Christmas and with a new yeah. Star Wars movie. Yeah, so it's especially
1: like, with the new yeah, especially with the trilogy. new trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. it just makes it more like I, I feel like
0: that. with yeah, and I feel like with Star Wars being such like a family a family thing, and then like Christmas is a time where family comes together. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes sense for it to be around that sort of time. It just Maybe. It's all very family, a family-oriented time, Whereas May, like, what May's not special to anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't think so.
1: Maybe they were depending on like all the kids getting out of school hmm. since it's like at the end of May and
0: maybe. maybe but I, at least here,
2: the schools were still going on when Solo came out, right? So I really I don't. I think know what it was anything. it was
1: just a perfect storm of bad logistics, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, um... and then not to mention, I don't know how big of an impact this was, but Last Jedi wasn't incredibly well received by a lot of audience members. Wow and i do wonder maybe if that had anything to do with it it probably did have some things to do with it if people weren't and i don't mean i don't mean just boycotting i mean if you're a general audience member and you go see the last jedi and then you didn't enjoy it and then a new star wars film's coming out then you know five months later and you're like i still don't really enjoy the last one so why would i go see this one that's
2: true although it could have a lot to do
0: with it you know if there was a year between it people would People would have forgotten The Last Jedi by the time that comes in. Yeah. like, hey, a new Star Wars movie, yeah. but five months isn't a long period of time, really.
2: That definitely was a factor, although, going back to what we were discussing earlier, most people I've talked to just didn't know it mm. was coming right. out or no- And I was. think they
1: depended heavily on like TV adverts yeah. versus like online or, I don't know, YouTube. Because I didn't really see a lot of YouTube um, solo stuff. Personally, oh, it just wasn't but... really
0: a, a heavily marketed movie at all. Know. Maybe they spent too much on the budget of the actual film.
2: <laughs> yeah, because the budget was doubled during production once uh, new director took over. So that may have eaten into their marketing budget. It's not only I think potentially more yeah. expensive, but they don't have any more money. Well, if you think about it, it if they had
0: to yeah, if they had to spend a, a bunch of money on reshoots, uh, because it sounds like a lot. I mean, if you look at the film, it seems like a lot of it was yeah. reshot, Probably, probably most of it. Half, like over half. It. Oh wow! Okay. Over wow. Half for sure. Um, wow. I think I think even more yeah. personally. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's like, and then if they already shot a bunch of stuff, and then they got to the point where we're like we can't use this, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to create a pretty much entirely new film. That's gonna cost a lot of money. And they hired new actors like uh, Voss and then like you, like we've said, you know, Deadpool Two, Avengers Infinity War, all did incredibly well at the box office. So that was probably taking up a lot of people's <laughs> a lot of people's cinema time and money. So uh, it just wasn't a good combination all round for solo, and I think it was kind of destined to fail. I don't think there's a lot it could have done to actually do good. I am yeah. hoping for a late surge in, uh, you know, later on, or maybe like the the Blu-ray will will get some good sales because we're going to talk about it later. But you know, in my opinion, it was a really good movie. It, it deserves the love, but we'll see. We'll see if it if it gets if it gets it in time. Maybe it be the maybe it'll be it'll be the cult. A cult classic Star Wars maybe. movie in, in ten that, years yeah, time. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I can totally see it being like a, a cult classic Star Wars fan film.
0: It was it was yeah. a real dark horse that film. Like no one expected that to be good. I mean, even I didn't. Like I I remember like probably <laughs> maybe like a year before it came out, I was even debating not going to see in the cinema. So if I, if that was me as like a, a, a Star Wars fan as big as me debating not to go see it at the cinema what um what are like most casual fans like solo like i'm pretty sure most people weren't that interested in seeing the movie in general i don't know either way it underperformed and we're going to see where it goes from there i mean what what did the article say did it did it say anything about you know what the, what their plans were, or it just
1: said that they were gonna study the logistics of everything and and figure out why it happened. But mm. the thing is, I've I've even though like this didn't do as well as any of the other Star Wars films, I feel like one bad, quote unquote, egg box wise is like how is that a dent in the Star Wars universe anyway, overall? Right, personally? right, exactly. Yeah. And I thought it was a great movie. So it's not like it was a terrible movie and also like a box office flop, quote unquote. yeah. You know, so.
0: So it's been just over two weeks now since Solo hit theaters or cinemas, depending on the word you'd like to use. And I think that gives everyone enough time to have seen the film. We certainly have. We're just going to have a little bit of a a conversation about the film in general, just giving our quick, well, just giving our thoughts on it, uh, what we liked, what we didn't necessarily like, uh, what we hope to see in the future yeah so we'll start with favorite scene what was your favorite scene in solo a Stable story
3: i actually had a couple of favorite scenes but i think from the beginning of the movie when han and kira got separated i thought that was just acted absolutely beautifully mm. and then the hand on the glass and the dice oh my gosh it was it was it was rough good. yeah oh
1: yeah i totally believed like their relationship because mm-hmm. of that scene, that was, you
0: know. Yeah, and that was something I was surprised about, because, because uh, okay, I had my initial reservations <laughs> with Amelia Clarke's acting in, in, in Solo. In Solo. Star Wars movie. Uh, it was the part that, there was this part where they were in the car, mm-hmm. they were in the, the speeder car, right? And she says something like, oh, we'll never have to do what the Emperor, uh, the, we'll never have to do what the Empire tells us ever again. And it just, I don't know what they were going for. I don't know if they were going for like, a kind of like Camping? a teen idealism yeah. mm-hmm. campiness sort of thing. Uh, but it just came off really... It just... it. The tone wasn't the same for any of the part I, of the film. I
1: think that was on purpose because they were trying to show how naive both of them were thinking they were going to both get off the planet, you know? And I think... I mean,
0: I get it. I get, No, I get it. Like, when I, when I saw it in the film, I was like, I, mean, I hope an that's an what adult, they're going it for. It
1: sounds, like, really cheesy, but... It, it
0: sounded really bad. But... And then... Like,
1: it may appeal to like the teenagers who are like,
0: yeah, no, don't <laughs> I don't think it would. No, I don't think it would. I think they're like, I think they, I, I they be like, oh, I don't know about that. Uh, but I mean, but then you know, and then I was like. <laughs> And then, like, the scene that they first meet, and they're already, like, they're already, like, making out. Like, first thing, and I was like, How forced? I was like, (laughs) It was so, like, (laughs) it was so passionate. And I was just watching it, it and I was like,
3: It was cute. It was cute. I believed it. it. I was. I don't know why. It was just really But it was awesome like me. very a lot. It was a lot.
0: It took me out. It took me out of the movie and <laughs> it's I was like the adults oh, don't God, even this kiss
1: this way, man. Like <laughs> This isn't gonna be
0: yeah, I was like this isn't gonna be like a really forced relationship, is it? But no, I was really pleasant and surprised by the the Han and Kira uh relationship, I think. Yeah. the, uh, you know, despite the fact that we know he's gonna end up with Leia, yeah. I was kind of rooting for him. Yeah. I was kinda of rooting
1: I, for exactly. him. Exactly. Especially that closet scene.
3: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that little George Lucas touch right there.
1: I know. Where,
0: yeah, where he throws the where he throws the cape. <sighs> um, oh, it was so
3: it was says, such yeah. a good <laughs> scene. Give me more of that. Mm. Yeah, but that that beginning scene with Kira and Han, that opening scene, I I was not feeling it at all. Like I know they're young and you know in love, but I it, it I wasn't feeling. It. I felt like it was way overacted.
0: Yeah, I think it was. It was just kind of weird. It was just like really. It was really non-Star Warsy for me. It was like yeah. really. And, and,
3: and like we, what if we it was like never the Miller seen...
1: version. Like what mm, if
3: maybe, and, and, and it's like we've never seen that much like PDA in Star Wars. Usually, mm. it's like very yes. slow, nice kissing. That's why it shocked the hell And it's like out this me. is like whoa.
0: Mm-hmm. That's why it was like I think they are going for like a you know a young lovers, thing. And if they are, then I can see that and I can accept that. It just, it just, it was really jarring to see, like in the movie. But yeah, no, I agree with you, Liz. The the scene where they get separated—that's that was one of the scenes where I was like, this movie might be good because I was on the fence. I was on the fence. I'll tell you, where I was up on the fence till I was on the fence up until about the point where Enfys Nest showed up, I think, for the first time. I was on the fence about the movie. I was like, some parts are good, some parts seem... And then from then on out, I was, like, completely on board with the film when Emphis showed up, Um, completely on board. But, yeah, you know, that was one of the scenes where I was like, this movie actually might be good.
1: My favourite scene, I think, was, like, the last scene when uh, Beckett turns on them and then leaves and makes Chewie go. And um, it just just all the dynamics of betrayal that was happening in that last scene when yeah. Beckett betrayed them and then Kira Q- betrayed Jaden Kira betrayed Kira Han. Han just did Beckett. a lot of <laughs> like, everyone everyone was
0: betraying each other yeah. it, was, it, was yeah. br- it was like an episode of game of thrones it was, it was... and
1: poor Chewie's just there like I know, what do? Like, I do? Uh, <laughs> just using me for my brute strength i guess but um yeah i i like that scene because everyone it it was just it just for me felt like that was the whole point of the movie it was just like everyone will do something to survive and Mm -hmm. it was the
0: perfect conclusion for that film yeah i I genuinely agree
1: and sometimes survival Mm -hmm. is more important than relationships
3: i think they should have marketed (laughs) that like that point in this movie Like, how in TFA, they're, like, the whole, the force is strong in my family type of deal. And then in TLJ, I don't know how they marketed that. And then in in Rogue One, it was, like, oh, I rebel. Like, that whole, like, feel of the movie. Mm -hmm. I feel like they didn't really market it, uh, like, as, like, oh, um, you know, survival type of thing. You know, like, you do whatever. Um, I think the only way we got that was the line that Beckett says to Chewie... Like, something about don't trust anyone, or...
0: Yeah, like, assume everyone will betray you,
3: yeah, and you'll never be, be disappointed.
4: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I feel like we got a little bit of that with that line. And actually, my younger brother, once he saw that trailer, he thought
3: <laughs> well, that he would betray
2: Han. I, I mean, it literally
0: turned side. out that everyone betrayed yeah. Han, except Chewie. Yeah. And I really liked that. Aww. I was like, ah, oh, Chewie and yeah. Han and yeah. Chewie are, are bros. Mm-hmm. Chewie, you <laughs> know. It makes the scene in she the Force the Awakens best. so much like I did. Like I've always liked Han as a character. I've always, I've always liked him to some degree. He's never been like my number one childhood hero, but this movie, I really liked Han in this movie, oh, yes. like big time. And it's made his arc from the from where he started. And this, this is all we, this is all we can really ask for. That because I was initially very, very worried about them doing. Character anthology movies, like based on like specific characters, like like Marvel does. Mm -hmm. It's really worried about like origin stories, and this is what we can ask for 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 these films. It's made Han's arc throughout the entire you know what like five films he's been in now. Mm -hmm. It's made it work perfectly. More richer, I think. Yeah. Yeah, there's a start. There's now a start to his because you know now it now it seems it's made the a new hope arc almost like the middle of his journey
4: mm-hmm. yeah instead of the
0: start of his journey mm-hmm. and I think it kind of works better yeah I think it works better that way and I was initially like do we really need to see him become this cynical guy and I think in a way yes we do because it 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 kind of comes full circle
1: yeah he goes he's from kind being of a, jerk uh, yeah, a new hope so it's like
0: he's a he's a big time yeah. jerk uh, he, he's you know he's this naive um I like naive. <laughs>
1: It's Self- like... Yeah, he... <laughs> I like uh, self-sacrificing Han, it was cool seeing him. Well, yeah, he's
0: a, he's a, he's a naive yeah. young boy who, who believes the best in people mm-hmm. and then he goes from a naive old man yeah. <laughs> that expects his son once stab him through the chest with a lightsaber. Well, Although I think he did expect it, but you know, anyway. He was like,
1: it's Kirill all over again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I think it, it really does work for the entire Trilogy, it does. Um, and I do hope we see more. Uh, well, not trilogy. I guess the entire, the entire rest yeah, of Han's oh, arc. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um
0: because yeah, I mean, it was just a great, a great film for that.
1: Oh yeah, can I say too? Okay, my other, if if not the betrayal scene, of course, like when Han meets Chewie, God, that like yeah, sold my their relationship to me for like the that's rest so of the saga. Great. Like so great that they worked together to escape. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, and they weren't initially—they weren't initially buddies, you know. Mm-hmm. That was—that was quite cool to see. Um, but they—they they became buddies very, very fast. <laughs> um, Todd, what was your favorite scene?
2: I was gonna okay. say the scene where Han met Chewie. Uh, sorry, I really liked the way we met Chewbacca for the first time. As like this, like animal. Yeah, he with, was like, eating girl. people. <laughs> like, yeah, that was oh. no joke. He was yeah. eating people. <laughs> yeah, that was really the way, 'cause like the everyone's scared of Wookiees. In the OT. Mm-hmm. Oh, I
0: saw like, like this movie, movie made me realise how scary Wookiees could be. Like big Yes. Time. Like he we
2: yeah. he used to see him rip someone's arms off. We in finally his got to see it. We
0: we we got cheated out in the deleted scene with Uncar in the Force Awakens, but no, now it's in an official yeah. canon scene. And they can't take that away Jeez. from us. That is the yeah. Wookiees rip people's arms
1: off. No.
3: Oh, can we please talk about the castle Run? Yeah. Like what? It was so visually beautiful, and it was yeah. so funny. Do you
0: know what, though? Like, I, I completely agree, but, you know,
1: was Luke,
0: our own, our own Luke, mm-hmm. uh, Kessel Fund's Luke, he did not like the, the colour palette. I think he, I mean, when, he, when he's on the podcast next, Why? I'll try and get him to explain yeah. it more. I know, I had a, I was a bit in a massive disagreement with I him know. about this. Like he he felt that it was, it was too, rhetoric. I mean, I, I've heard this complaint a lot, that it was a bit too dark. But yeah. I think that worked for its favor. I do. I think it was meant to be dark.
3: Yeah, it, it was. Um, it wasn't dark as dark anyway. as Rogue One, but it was still mm. pretty dark.
2: Yeah. No, and when Han started speaking in Skywalk.
1: So funny. It's also. Um, I love that they put translations on the screen,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then none for Chewie.
0: Yeah. Do you
1: know what? I was initially—I'll be
0: honest with you. though, <laughs> I was initially worried about when I heard Han make them noises. I was like, "Oh no!" Mm-hmm. Like, is this going to be one of those type of movies? But no, they actually—they actually executed it very well, and it wasn't—it wasn't as as uh, I as, as campy as it could have been.
3: To gain his trust by talking like that. Mm-hmm.
0: It was—it yeah. was a funny scene. Do you know what? Like, this movie, I think, there has been no Star Wars movie in general—not just post—not just post, not just post uh, Disney. This has been the movie that's pulled off the comedy the best oh, in a yes. Star Wars film in my opinion. Oh it yes, has. Mm-hmm. No, it really was like brilliant. The there was the very rarely—I don't think balanced. there was—I don't think there was a single joke that, that fell flat for me. Mm-hmm. And I think there were a handful, a good handful, that actually made me laugh out loud, which mm-hmm. is quite rare for. I mean, the only film that I remember doing that, the Star Wars film that I remember doing that for me was uh, the Force Awakens, which also I think a lot of people said that it maybe had over humor. I think the, uh, oh, no the Force way. Awakens had a bit too much humor. Um, I think it did. I think I think here's how this here's why I think Solo pulled it off better. I think that the Force Awakens humor was all good and it worked. I just think there were certain scenes where it it, it played them off for laughs rather than actually like an emotional moment. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like Solo completely nailed what me- what parts were meant to be emotional and what parts were meant to be funny. It completely nailed the tone of the film in my opinion. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think. And considering the considering the fact that it had a sh- had a lot of reshoots. Like, damn! It pulled off the tone well yeah. because yeah, absolutely mm. mm-hmm. yes. feels consistent. Back to the the, the castle run. Um, I loved the part as well, but the part where I was like, "Wow, this is this is amazing," was when they were leaving the um, leaving Kessel. Mm-hmm. and it all oh, like all, the, all yes. the ship lights go off, and it's all like this really. It's got this like really creepy, mysterious feel, and I was like, we're "We've never had that lights, in a Star Wars film before, like that." Mm-hmm, I yes. was like man, they, they should really do a Star Wars horror film at some point, yeah, because that, that I, re- I totally got that vibe from that. Like, I was like, damn, I mean, it was yeah. such a... I don't want to say filler scene, but it, it didn't really add much to the plot, but it was so good. It was how you do... It was like, it was, you know, move over, Raftars. Like, that is not how you do a filler tentacle scene. No, mm-hmm. this is how you do a filler tentacle scene. This was awesome. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just brilliant. Um, but my favourite scene in the movie, I guess maybe it's not really... Sp- I guess if I had to pick a specific scene, um, it would probably be the introduction of Dryden Vos. Um, but then I will add on to that, oh, that any, him scene, killing any scene... Oh,
1: the mayor or governor? Uh, no,
0: well, not that. Not No, the part where... Sorry, the part where... I mean, that was good. That yeah. was like... That got me on board with his character. Mm-hmm. Uh, the part where Han, Beckett, and Chewy all meet with Dryden Vos. Mm-hmm. The, there, was, there was this... Was cool. Because yes. there was this, like, massive tension in that scene but it was also incredibly funny and they just they just nailed the tone. I
1: freaking love Alden in that scene, man. So he was brilliant. Good. I
0: lo- and I loved um I loved Dryden Voss as well. i he is yeah, seriously Paul. Yes, he is seriously one. We should of do this the- more often. <laughs> <Or whatever laughs> <Yeah. you mean. laughs> he just does so many there's so many lines in that film that I yeah. think are just brilliant. He nails yeah. that character so well because the one thing mm-hmm. I liked about Dryden is he wasn't I'm not saying he's a good guy. He's definitely not a good guy. But he wasn't really a villain. Like, he was just doing things... He was just doing... But not in, like, the conflicted way, like Kylo Ren. He was just doing things because that was his job. You know, I never yeah. got, like... I never got the kind of evil vibe from him. He was just... He was a little bit off the rails, but it was just... A, that was, a, He was just doing his job, and he was just trying to, like, not get his head sliced off well, yeah. himself. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, he was angry because Beckett failed him. So.
0: Right, exactly, because he need, You know, he, he had something that, to and fulfill. And
1: said that, and always, like... Ajax, like, yeah, and
0: let's and and I feel like I feel like it puts into context when you realize who his boss actually is. You're like, oh, yeah, right. I mean, like I understand <laughs> no, the pressure no, no, you're no, under, no, dude. No, like, no, it's fine. Hey, off, hey, man. just like yeah. if you want to slice open you know, if you want to slice up a regional governor once in a while to let off some steam, then that's absolutely fine. You know, I get it. Uh, if Moore was my boss, I would be, yeah, I'd be. When, he's keeping it together yeah. better than me, that's for sure. Um,
2: when he told Kira, you know who I report yes, to, to. and yeah. I was like, yeah.
0: damn. <laughs>
1: I don't uh, know too much about yeah. Maul as a, like, syndicate leader in the Clone Wars. Is that what one of his, um...
2: Yeah, uh, Maul and his brother, like, they first, they took control of Death Watch mm-hmm. and they went to the, the Pikes, which was referenced in here when they yes. said they have a fragile alliance with them. Kind of call back to Maul mm-hmm. and their relationship already. Yeah, he took over the... Pikes and the Black Sun. Oh, dang. Sun he took over the, the ups, Black so kinda, like, Sun too? He gathered all of his yeah, forces yeah. together. Wow. I don't know if he Yeah, I do think he no, he and his brother went in there and Sorry. took it by way like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. every member <laughs> Take of the it black over that way. Yeah. I thought they he was like handed yeah, like, over
1: the no. mansion, but I guess yeah. not. See, I'm familiar with the Black Suns because of the books and the comics, but not so much. Yeah, that's Mole. That,
0: yeah, that's mm-hmm. Mole. That's his, you know, that's his
2: I do think there were like the way he did it was just uh, he had his brother throw mm-hmm. his lightsaber across the table, it was like <gasps> sixteen decapitations.
0: Yeah, this is a kid, kid show, show by the way. <laughs> just once. Oh my! Yeah, and then it's like to the rest of the members that just stand there. He's like, "Yeah, so who's gonna challenge me now?"
1: <laughs> like, so, yeah, fair enough. You got the. crap. I have a crap. question for you. So when you found out that Maul was Dryden's boss, did like did the context of the Clone Wars like really help you understand why Dryden was afraid to fail or?
0: yeah uh, yeah for sure. yeah i mean mole's mole is ruthless especially to the people that that fail him he's mm. he's not a nice guy he's not, he's <laughs> really he's, not no. as much as i love mole and i really like it when we get to see his more sympathetic side or more fragile side he's not, nice he no. not a nice guy he's not a nice guy at all okay. and um yeah no i totally get why dryden boss was was afraid because uh. because in this is why it might be a little bit confusing to people who haven't seen the, the clone wars and we'll, we'll mm-hmm. talk more about mole mole's inclusion in a minute but Maul in the Phantom Menace, he was just—he um, was quite composed, really. He wasn't, you know, he was just kind of like a silent antagonist, um, quite composed and reserved. Barely said any lines during the film. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd never really seemed that mad or angry. He was just uh, like a silent assassin. Maul in the Clone Wars is a completely different character yeah. to that, um, with good reason as well. You know, yeah. I mean, he, he does explain it very well mm-hmm. in, the, in the in the TV show. And the mall we saw in Solo was very, very similar to the mall we see in the the Clone Wars and Rebels. So that 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 felt I, perfect.
1: I kind of felt like general audience, like I felt like a GA person when I found out like the leak that Mall was in it. So I guess that's why I was like, "Why the hell is Mall in this movie?" You know. But mm. after learning, or you know, talking to Manny especially about the Clone Wars stuff.
0: It was a surprise for for us, I think, as well. But mm. when I kind of like got home and thought about it, it did make sense. But yeah, I know. we'll, we'll talk more about Maul soon. Okay. Um, I just want to talk one of my other favorite scenes yeah. in it, and uh, I guess the chemistry between these two actors, Lando and Han, oh, their yes. chemistry, or Alden and Donald. Um. Oh my God! Like the so the good. chemistry those two actors had, especially in the in the Sabak tournaments, was just. Incredible, like those—they just—it just hooks you right. You know when you feel yourself literally being like taken into a scene, like you are there yeah, in yeah. that scene. That's what those two actors did. I can't believe mm-hmm. the amount of—I mean, I'm sure that maybe still is, but I haven't heard many criticisms. The reservations people had with with Alden Ehrenreich t- uh, taking over the role of of Han Solo, like if people knew I what know. his performance was to be like in that film, I don't think there'd be half the worry there there was. Mm-hmm. He was brilliant. It's
1: like they didn't want to give him a chance, man, but. I mean, I
0: get it. It's 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 yeah, an established character, and people, you know, and it, and in the trailers, it didn't like. I'll be honest, the trailers didn't film me with much confidence. He no. didn't really show him much, so it was like, oh, we, you know, why have they picked him? Why have they picked this guy? I was never like, I always wanted to give him a chance, and I was never one of those people kind of like saying, oh, he can't do it, he can't do this. But I was a bit like, bit of a strange choice to play Han Solo. But you know, I'll, I'll assume that he does a much better job in the movie itself. And then, yeah, I mean. Like, some of the facial expressions, I could see young Harrison Ford in those facial expressions. I was like, wow, they did a great job casting this guy. He's he's absolutely brilliant. And then, obviously, Donald Glover is, is Lando. Lando? Lando. <laughs> Donald Glover is Lando. I'm doing Han Han, Han Lando, uh-huh, Lando.
1: You said it the way I say. it. <laughs> did I?
0: Um, <laughs> 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 Shit. Um, no, I mean, it was just... They were just brilliant as the roles. They didn't, there was no impersonation. It was just straight up bringing their own to the character. And mm-hmm. I love that. I love that.
1: I feel like Donald Glover is just a, such a talented person. Yes, and is. for him to freaking do Lando right was just. He nailed awesome, it 100 and the Even when you said to Kira, like, what are you doing with Harry and the boy? Like, just like, you know, that, that sort of regal, like, entitlement and, like,. I don't know. I just love the way that Donald Glover gave attitude to Lando, and it just because it makes sense. Yeah, I, there
0: was, he was a different character than he was in than he was in episode five. I feel like he was a very different. He felt more. Yeah, I, I feel like l3's death actually matured him quite a bit. He seemed, mind you, actually the, when we see him at the in the Sabat game at the end of it. He kind of seems like normal Lando. Yeah. But I don't know like I like to think that maybe L3's death kind of matured him a bit. Yeah. Than than what Uh, we see him like in episode 5, who knows. And that's
3: what I want to talk about next is L3 and Lando.
0: Yes. Um, Well let's head into that now because um, L3 is a character that's a little little bit controversial. Um, I really do not get the like Mm. the, the, the whole controversy of her character is that she's meant to like represent like uh like I mean what is it like feminism or something? (laughs) <laughs> or like, um, I didn't what is it meant to be?
3: at all? I just, got, I, I did, I, got I did, the... but it was yeah,
0: like, it was clearly tongue and cheek of like, it was like a, a caricature of like, um, you know, uh, maybe I'm getting some like dangerous ground, but it was like a caricature of, of those types of people, and um, I just felt like it was, it was very funny, it was very like on the nose, and knew exactly what it. I feel like it was like people giving. Given Lucasfilm, you know, trash for um, pandering to like SJWs, and this was kind of like their little like middle finger, I guess, to like those people that say that by like having a character that's so like explicitly like that, but with droid rights, and I just thought it was, it was funny to me.
3: From reading Last Shot and then going into this, I thought she was absolutely perfect. I, she's, her and Lando are my favorite characters in this movie. And I just, I wanted more of them, like, together, like, interacting and, like, Lando scolding her and, like, her talking back. I just thought it was a beautiful, beautiful, like, relationship that they had. And- they,
0: really, they do have actually, like, a really sweet relationship when you actually, like, there were so many things that in, in that film that weren't overstated. Like, it didn't go into it too much and then when you actually watch the film again you're like, oh, like there was all that there that like mm-hmm. you know, it was like Lando he's 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 walking along and he's saying like um you know, I could have a memory wiped, but you know, she's got the best navigation system or whatever. Uh but when you actually know that there's completely different reasoning behind the fact that he why you won't get a memory yeah. wiped. And I like that. It didn't it didn't have to explicitly it didn't have to spoon feed you the information, but it was like it gave you enough that once you've actually finished the movie you're like, oh, so that was what they're that dynamic was you know um i enjoyed that
3: and all of her jokes i think landed like they were just so funny i i laughed so hard especially he was like oh is there anything you need and she's like equal rights i just like busted (laughs) out laughing she was exactly like in the book i i if you read the book it it just gives so much more to her and she's just so I don't even know how to describe it. It's just so good.
4: <laughs> mm.
3: My new favorite droid, because mm. K2SO was my favorite droid, and then now it's
0: L3. Oh, I don't know. I think I think K2SO still takes the cake nah. for me. <laughs>
3: um,
0: but yeah, no, I, I was a massive fan of L3. Um, sad when she she was the only char- character to. Oh no, Beckett. Uh, I was sad when she got when she got killed off. Actually, um, although I think it was kind of needed to progress the plot, and mm. I don't really see she wouldn't have really had much to do had she had she survived so you know i understand why she was killed off and like i said i loved i loved her and lando's dynamic it was really fun um they had great banter and uh just i think the the dynamic of the entire crew was was pretty pretty great in total lando
3: Um, never got to date her which is sad
0: this is like okay so this is the debate right this is the debate What was what was up with the romance between Was there a romance between L three and Lando? Um,
3: I don't think it was a mutual thing. I think Lando was just like so into her, but like L three was like, nah, like it's it's he's in love with me. Like I, I it oh, so you I,
0: you so you think you think L- you think Lando was the the one that was pining after uh, after L three? Yes, and not the other that. way around.
3: Yeah, she said that.
0: Yeah, but I thought it was like a I thought it was like a you know like in denial thing. So she was like. Yeah, you know, yeah.
3: um I don't well, really I mean, care about him. He she does care about him, like obviously. I I just thought it was funny that she was trying to play it off because Kira was talking you know, they were talking about, you know, girl stuff. Um, right. I, I just That's what heard. I was thinking,
0: like she's playing it off, but like actually like Lando didn't really feel that way about her. Oh
3: no, La- I think Lando felt that way about her. Did she? really? Yeah.
1: I'm just trying I to like work out how that got would the same vibes as
0: Sam. How that would how that
1: would feel? That
2: <laughs> that like L three was into Lando, but
0: she was playing it off as she no, was into I her. Think was I, I think right. I think okay, here's my here's, no, here's my here's my
3: here's my. Let's take a poll.
0: <laughs> my final theory, right? Mm-hmm. L three thought L three was into Lando, right? Nice. But she didn't. A- she didn't actually think that Lando was into her. Mm-hmm. So, but she was playing it off that Lando was like into her, but she didn't care for him. But actually, Lando actually was into her, mm-hmm. he just didn't let her know that, <laughs> and so then when L3 died, oh. <laughs> it's <like> the, it's <laughs> the most complicated- Forget, like, move aside so Raylo. L3 and Lando yeah, yeah. is the most oh complicated gosh. Star Wars relationship <laughs> we've ever
3: awesome
0: had. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's so confusing, but it's, it's great. And I like I like the debate around it. Like some people are like, oh no, um, Lando wasn't into L three at all and then some people are like, Oh no, he definitely was. It was L three that wasn't into Lando. I love the debate about it, it's it's brilliant. Yeah. I just I mean I I can't imagine that it would be particularly comfy. <laughs> Are <part, but
3: laughs> <After> going <into laughs> that now? I not know going that I'm just
0: saying, you know.
3: Excuse you, There's
0: no one out there. There's no one <laughs> out there that's d- made d- of flesh works. and bone.
3: Didn't ask her like how would that work? It worked. And then like,
0: Yeah, for her who doesn't feel anything, like <laughs> she didn't Lando.
3: I'm sure she has, like, pressure sensors or something, like... Okay, yeah, no, but he's... The, right. like, okay, without
0: the, <laughs> without getting too vulgar into it, right, Whoa. he's not the... She's not the one that has to have her flesh. No.
4: Okay, oh, 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 yeah. Sam.
1: No. <laughs> it's, it, look,
0: it's gonna be more... It's gonna be way more uncomfortable <sighs> for Lando than Elfray. That's Jeez. all I'm gonna say. So, you know, there I mean, are, it's all know, fine.
3: There are, I guess, attachments. I mean... No. I there are ways. There are ways. <laughs> it works. I guess it reminds me of Ex
1: Machina. Shout out to Poe, aka yeah. Oscar Isaac. But um, oh, yeah. But he did. They they did have pressure.
0: And Donald Gleason. So,
1: oh yeah. Oh General yeah. Donald, Donald, Donald Gleason. Donald I loved him. Reverse in
0: that movie. roles. So. It was a great movie.
1: General. Hux.
0: Um. But yeah. You know. I mean. I like I said. Never the the dam- I think the dynamic between pretty much all the characters was great. Did you not
1: quite the closet f- scene already? We, we haven't yet. It.
0: I just want to oh. oh no we didn't.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. I just want to point out, I don't really feel like Kira had too much to do with She had a good dynamic she had a good dynamic with L3 although it wasn't really played into much. Um, right. she had a good dynamic with Han. Uh-huh. And and obviously, you know, Lando. But, you know, with Beckett, it's like she didn't really have much to do with Beckett. Well, they didn't um, like
1: each other or didn't trust each other.
0: Oh, was that the case? Because mm. remember I
1: when she found out that Han was working for Beckett, she kind of had like this disgusted look on her face, like, uh, yeah. You're working for. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and then Beckett kept telling Han, you know, she can't, he can't trust her.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So. Actually, no, I take that back. Then there was actually a little bit of a. So
1: there was tension between them. But what about a... Kira and Chewie? It wasn't really anything. It wasn't anything. I think Kira only yeah. really, um just understood how much Han and Chewie, you know, were bonded together mm, pretty much, mm. so. But there wasn't any really scenes with the, both of them. I Chewie gets always
0: gets ignored. To he
4: didn't even get a, he didn't get a medal, I, and now he gets ignored. You know what?
1: I love you that know. scene when Han asked Chewie his name, and he's like, I'm not going to call you that every time. <laughs> so, <laughs> cute. An so cute. You're um, going to a nickname. So cute. I love that scene when they're just out on the deck, you know, in the mountains Yeah, yeah. the
2: scene... Yeah, I really loved all of Han and Chewie's reaction. Um, all of yeah. Han and This see in this, this
0: this this movie had some great like sl- like slower moments. Mm-hmm. I think it just paced. Mm-hmm. It was just really. There was some. I think there was some action scenes that went on maybe a little bit too long. If I remember correctly, I remember I remember sitting through Kessel and going, "This could maybe b- be a bit shorter." No. But it wasn't like it didn't it didn't <laughs> like detract from the movie. I just remember thinking like, maybe <laughs> no. this could have been a bit toned down. Um, but I think that, uh, apart from, you know, the first 15 minutes, which also felt a little bit rushed, the mm-hmm. movie was paced really well, and, like, it had, it knew when to slow down, it knew when to speed up, it knew when to have fun, it knew when to be serious, Yeah. and I just think that, it, it just, honestly, it's it's very underappreciated. Um,
1: yeah, it was...
0: Yeah, the more I think mm-hmm. about this...
1: Well, mm-hmm. I've seen it twice
0: really like now, the and the second time I was nearly falling asleep. Um, because I would literally but, just got back from Poland, <laughs> so yeah, I was gonna um, say,
1: please <laughs> qualify that. Don't say you're falling asleep because. You
0: know. Yeah, no, I was enjoying the film. I was just falling asleep because I was I'd just come off a a flight, but um, yeah, I was. Um, I, I just I, I think I appreciate it more as a movie, um, because obviously, although I, I must say, the second time I watched it, so obviously the first time we watched it, because mm-hmm. um, I don't think we've we've mentioned this yet, but that we had a real life. Star Wars speculation meetup with a few members. It was me, Fly, Luke, Tom um, from Castle Fun and Shotty from uh, the book club. So um, we all went to see Solo together. Uh, We all had a great time. And the energy in that cinema was miles better than the energy in my cinema back home in England. I don't think anybody barely laughed at all at any of the funny moments in it apart from me. Um, so I felt like an idiot and, um, it was just really, it was just a really dead experience. Like, I just, it really took me <laughs> out. I was like,
1: well, the what the hell, audience... what the
0: hell's wrong with these people? Like, yeah. it just it annoyed you me. you
1: went in like the middle yeah. of the afternoon, didn't you? Yeah, mm. but there was
0: quite a few people there. Oh, and that's the one thing yeah. I will mention. There was quite a few people there for, for late afternoon. Mm. Um, maybe mm-hmm. that's, maybe that says a lot about the employment, uh, employment rate in my town. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tuesday (laughs) well it was a tuesday (laughs) in the afternoon a tuesday afternoon and there was quite a few people
1: there well i mean i watched it twice too and i liked it i enjoyed it just as much as the second time you know i mean of course it was a little different since i knew what was going to happen but i was so excited to see what my brother and my sister were going to react to like i was like right right arms
0: (laughs) unfortunately unfortunately like jokes are never as funny the second time around so like i didn't you know well a lot of the enjoyment the first time around came Mm. from seen the jokes, but then it kind of made yeah. me appreciate it more of a, more as a movie because I wasn't like distracted in, in inverted commas by the jokes, and right. um, I could actually like just judge it as a movie.
1: Didn't Manny Manny didn't you? I mean Todd didn't you? Um, watch it twice already or no?
2: Yeah, I've seen okay. it. Uh, so we've all think? seen it twice now. Uh, I enjoyed it still. Uh, like you said, knowing what's happening mm-hmm. uh, was a different
0: experience. Yeah, the more the more payoff um it's, it's quite heavily foreshadowed in the film like it's not just like hey everyone here's maul like yeah. you know, this fan favorite <laughs> character no it's actually it's actually quite heavily foreshadowed I, in the film i knew Same, going so to that maul was going to be right. um in the movie so but i, I didn't know I didn't, really like, know I didn't really know where he was really going to be introduced i was like it's are, it's are they it's referring it's to maul right? here like if they are that's cool um mm. and then obviously when maul was re- re- revealed i was yeah. like okay yeah that was
1: I thought Dryden was gonna call upon him, so I was very surprised when Kira was on. Yeah, mm.
0: it was kind of like a- yeah, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Maul yeah. looked weird. I feel like Maul looked strange.
3: Because it was Maul a original more, actor. Maul looks yeah. more buff was...
0: than I remember him being. Yeah.
3: Cause he was more- well, it's, it's the original older. actor. It's the- it's the- yeah. So he's not as yeah, in but he's... shape as before. <laughs>
0: Well, I suppose you could say he he was starving on Malachor, and that's why he's so skinny there. Maybe maybe he you know after the after yeah. the Empire took over, he did get on the weights and you know and hey you know. More I mean, he to had
3: to redeem his. He climbed yeah. the Dothamia yeah. trees. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had to redeem his like I don't know his like manliness or something. I don't know like.
0: Why? Because he's not got a. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let me go. Ending with Clone Wars, mm. he was taken by Palpatine, and with a comic book that was released that was going to be the episode. Okay. That is still canon. We have him facing Palpatine again, and mm-hmm. facing General Grievous. And I think he loses most of his forces, and he gets mm. left on Dathomir. So we have him going from almost nothing on Dathomir to Rebels, where he's pretty much left on the same place in you know Malachor, so... We have this whole arc of him, once again becoming a crime lord to me
0: The one thing we do know is he's definitely engaged. run in with the Inquisitors sometime pre-Solo because he has the, yeah. um, you know the saber, his new saber, and mm. it's it's fashioned from mm-hmm. yes, uh, the Inqui- the, in- the Inquisitors. He's I think that was confirmed, right? He, he killed Inquisitors and he and he stole their sabers yeah, and kind of crafted uh, his new one. Yeah. So he's definitely okay. run into Inquisitors. So this was before. And how many years before his Re- rebel It's like about sort of ten years before his rebel, or like eight to ten years.
2: Yeah, uh, eight, eight, nine years. Okay. Before oh really? Rebels is because
0: okay. rebels is
2: yeah. Rebels comes. I would love it. Before New Hope I
0: would love it if season. Kira is, is somehow that? to do with his ab- abandonment or, or like yes, um, on yeah on uh, Dathomir, like All she right. betrays him.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Could Kira take over Syndicate? the whole?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I could totally oh, see Dawn. her doing that. I could one hundred percent see her I doing love that. Because
0: then they could bring then they could bring Crimson Dawn into like even the sequel trilogy era, you know?
4: Ooh.
2: Yeah, because we do have the New Republic dealing with yeah. the crime oh. syndicates coming back after going into hiding in Bloodline. That's uh, the major oh yeah bloodline. no yeah I do
0: remember that in the major. Bloodline. But was Crimson Dawn mentioned? Mentioned?
2: No. I I don't think Crimson Dawn was mentioned. Although if it did, I wouldn't have noticed it because
0: Solo came out, but that came out mm. years ago before even I think Crimson oh, Dawn. I, just... I wonder when I wonder when Mole was introduced was I wonder if it was you know, with um Lord Miller. I wonder if they were gonna introduce Mole mm-hmm. or if it was a Ron Howard.
2: Oh I know the writer for the movie, Cazdin, yeah, the mm-hmm. writer for Empire Strikes Back, he Wrote the script before Lord Miller came on to direct. I remember reading an interview or something with him, or an article that says he originally planned to have hints at Maul, like with the uh, Crimson Dawn and all the references we've talked about. Those were all in the script originally, but he wasn't really sure if he'd be allowed to show Maul show up at the end, and they didn't get the go-to to actually have Maul show up oh. until uh, late in the production. But the the plan. Well, let's actually talk about. Let's actually talk the about.
0: Beginning the inclusion of mall in a no in a, in a live action yeah. film and what it actually and where where okay. where it actually leads the, the... yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah was, sure in yeah since we're um, outside
2: because yeah
0: we're now having a character that was believed dead by most of the general audience brought back in the clone wars and now he's in a live action movie again like, that's quite a big deal when you think about it. Like, that can lead... You know, when that, because there was always this talk about, oh, Ahsoka or Ezra are never going to show up in a in a live-action movie. And I'm still skeptical about it. But it's definitely... I'm not. a good. It's a good step in the right direction. Yeah.
2: Maul showing up definitely opens a lot of doors for expanding universe stuff, like the books and TV shows yeah. coming into the new movies. But
1: wasn't, um uh wasn't one of the Cindolas mentioned in rogue
2: one Yeah we have in yeah. rogue one we have oh, yeah,
1: uh, No but friend
0: these friend were those. cameos this yeah, this was completely this was completely different yeah, cameos the, the, and These it, were like hey will yeah, a Cindula, please come to focus. the you know but control room and happen? then see chopper yeah, yeah. like roll by and then see the ghost in rogue one it's like little easter eggs but this was like this was like a straight up plot element Maul is back oh, yeah. he's there he's alive and we know he's dead um, <laughs> spoilers, Rebels. He's dead, which really annoys me. Um, well. Me and Luke were talking about this. It, it's it's stupid, in my opinion. It, it, Maul's death should not have been shown before this. I know. So, I understand. Oh. I understand production times, and maybe Maul wasn't. You know, maybe they didn't even know Maul was going to be in this mm-hmm. before Rebels came out, and you know. And I understand how it's happened. I just think that if if it had been done in a perfect world, Maul's death would not have been shown, because then how excited would you be to see that Maul's back? How excited would you be that Maul's back and you don't know where his story's going to go and always going to hunt down Kenobi and always going to do this and that? And now, but we know he's dead. Mm-hmm. Like we know ultimately that he gets stranded so, on yeah. Malachor. What? Well,
1: and... Can't we say the same about Han? <laughs>
0: yeah, but that's an origin story. Yeah, because like, like this is have... this is something that's completely different. This is like. We have his beginning, we
2: have mm-hmm. the beginning of his story and the end of his story. Yeah. So we're left in the middle, for what, yeah. What he does, and for it just
0: 29. feels, it just feels strange.
2: Yeah, it's definitely like I'm.
0: I'm happy that it's really happening. I'm happy he's there to because I've always liked character. him. All I was always, I, I was always actually in favour of bringing him back, mm-hmm. because I really liked what they did with his character. And you know, despite the fact that it's not too believable, I always liked it. Um, I just think that you know, it just it's just strange. It's just it's just strange time But hey, I mean, it's I'm, I'm happily surprised. It's just a little bit odd that they've done it that way. Manny, yeah. were you... It is.
1: Remember, before we even knew Maul was in this movie, and you were saying, well, that, you know, that uh, Mandalorian armor looks like the Death March armor. Were uh, you yeah. happy that Maul was in it? It sort of confirmed, like, what you were thinking.
2: Uh, yes. Uh, with the Mandalorian armor being connected to Maul through Death Watch and the Clone Wars arc. So I guess that was some of the hints Mm -hmm. being picked up early on. So yeah, it was was nice to see. I thought they would just leave that like an Easter egg. Or like, you know, maybe mentioning, you know, Crimson Dawn, all the hints at Maul, but I was really surprised to hear that he would be showing up in the movie when that was leaked.
0: I mean, the Mandalorian (laughs) armor, that was... I don't know how much that actually had to do with Maul. Because it was actually shown to be, like, an ancient yeah. armor. like Because it, it was very, like, samurai-esque, that armor. And it was it was actually in the... Yeah, I when, think Pablo uh, Hildago. Um, yeah, in the Star Wars show, it was a... Right, because I was kind of wondering... Because we, we talked about this before a little bit. That, that Dryden Vos might have actually been mm-hmm. a Death Watch trooper. But... I don't think that's. Yeah. He's, he he I don't know. It that. doesn't seem. It doesn't seem yeah, in character it for him. Doesn't look he like sound, that. He seems like a guy that. <laughs> don't get me wrong. He's very sufficient in combat. I just think he seems he like a guy so that's. Serious. You know. He's he's not very. Mm. He's lived the high life. You know. I mean. He, yeah. Maybe, not, maybe he wasn't born there, but
4: mm-hmm.
1: he's
0: definitely. It, it doesn't seem like his. The way his art. Not art, but the way his character was. The way we introduced to his character didn't seem like he was a, a former soldier. You
1: know? you know.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's the case. Although I would like to see a
2: character like that showing up because i think he had a couple of them left at the mm. end of his mm. the son of death amir arc so i mean they could show up later but definitely not with his dad <laughs>
1: um the thing <laughs> yeah. that i liked seeing um because uh, me and ranny have read a lot of comics together and one of the lando comics was about palpatine's like pleasure was it pleasure yacht what is it called uh it's so cool to see yeah a ship be used in luxury you know <laughs> like, oh, was, like ship was cool yeah,
3: i love everything i love
0: cool. everything about dryden boss.
3: like so ah. so fancy
1: i know and it was like the first time we had like a super fancy ship in star wars so yes you know i thought that was cool and just... can we
0: can we briefly mention the the score of that film as well yeah i was really impressed by the the score really impressed do you know what? Sorry, I, I just mentioned this. is like a you know. I'll edit this out. I can't imagine how confused the audience is getting live because you keep calling him Manny.
1: Oh I know. <laughs> and like you
0: love her, like Todd Manny. Who the, who is this guy? Is it Todd or Manny? Edit that out. I was yeah. I'm so
2: that. sorry. Edit out every single time
0: you mention it. I'll have to get name. yeah. I'll have to um. That's... You'll have to record like a bunch of different ways of saying Todd Lie, and then I'll I'm just edit so them in. I'm so sorry.
4: <laughs> Just I, I'm just thinking, my that, editing. Like yeah.
3: Todd is his nickname or something. <laughs> so can- <laughs> who the fuck a nickname? With Todd? <laughs> 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 it's Todd? I- I- I'm so I'm sorry.
4: Yeah. This started so
3: long ago, and I just call you Todd. I will not call you Manny unless something is wrong. <laughs> the
0: only time I call him Manny is like when someone else calls yeah. him Manny, and then I'm like, really? he just kind of like, I- it's I- like I yeah.
3: I met Todd anyway. when.
1: I found out his name was Manny, so I didn't
0: know. It's it's Todd. He's more Todd than Manny. Now. I know. I'm
1: so Todd. sorry. He is Toddie. Manny, I man completely machine. forgot podcast name. Todd,
3: <laughs> crap. Podcast name Todd. <laughs> I'm
1: so sorry. Sorry, audience. It if says like, Todd off, on the
0: screen. Fuck is she talking to? It um, says Todd
1: on the screen. I yeah. know, Todd. but. I talk to Manny so much, I, and I call him Manny, and he responds to it, so it's like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's not a I dog. can't. dog. <laughs> no, just- He only responds just, to one name. Not that- <laughs> I, re- I only okay, respond. Anyway. I'll call you Todd from now on, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Todd.
0: Oh. <laughs> right, okay, Todd. Um, what were we talking about? The score. Um, the score in this film score, was yes. I was really yes. impressed by. Uh, uh, especially Enfie's I mean, you know, Enfie's Nest. Um, I think everyone that's a lot of people's favorites oh, from this, so this track mm-hmm. it
1: was so um, different
3: for Star Wars
0: I, I first heard yeah
1: the choir, the choir yeah it was like a children's it, qu- it sounded like choir? a mix of yeah. children's and adult choir I don't mm-hmm. know
2: but because I saw all the scenes they released on YouTube and when one of them was when they meet emphis mm-hmm. on the refinery planet yeah and like just hearing the theme like for emphis and you know, uh, Han and the 30 hard guns and the falcon before it just goes off. Like, that scene really, like, restored mm-hmm. faith in the movie for me, or at least mm-hmm, mm-hmm. made me look forward to it. Like, the the music, the way it looked, all of it. So really... I feel like it handled, um,
0: you know, like, um, the familiar notes that we've seen in, like, films before, uh, mm-hmm. in the Star Wars films before. I feel like it handled that mm-hmm. really well as well.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, a lot
2: better than The Last yes. Jedi, which just uses really theme <laughs> yeah, I know. And yes. Force theme. And I know, Rey's I mean, I, I,
3: liked,
1: I, liked I the Jedi, like The Last Jedi, but it was very... original. general, is so confusing, because it's like, part of the Force theme is in his, and the, <laughs> it's and like, so it, the tones like, change yeah. so much during it's his like, theme. Like, if you listen to it in full, I'm like, what the hell is going on?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, like, with The Last Jedi, yeah. it's like yeah. the only four tracks that they could use for the whole movie. And with this, they incorporate the Millennium Falcon themes. We have, like, a from a new hope and it's escaping the Death Star. We have the We have the Kessel Yeah, That's the Fun. Intro, I, I want want was like, yes. <laughs> so it incorporates those into scenes with the Falcon,
0: but it's not just. You those know, tracks. I nearly and this I'm not I don't I'm not only sentimental about this stuff, so I don't know why. But I there was a, I, I got I welled up a little bit, you know when like the um the sheet gets oh, pulled off the Falcon and uh, then like that it, music yeah. plays. I can't even remember what, what music it is now. And it was just it was like a really it was, a it was like a different know. kind oh, of like really rendition slow. of like a previous one. No, but it was the Millennium but really slow. Yeah, and it was like oh. dead like, oh it was yeah, good. Yeah, it was yeah. And then like the scene where um Han and Chewie both pulled the lever to like go into hyperspace. <gasps> yes, and was, oh and so like gosh. Gosh. I was
3: kind yeah. at that the first time I saw the movie. So I was like, cool. that's so like that's so Star Wars. <laughs>
0: It just the score was great. John Powell did an absolutely fantastic job.
3: Like I could feel Han's
1: emotions when he was flying the Millennium Falcon, yes! and I appreciated oh that God. so much. Like yeah. during the movie, just knowing how. Or when Lando told him and... to fly it. Mm-hmm.
3: The look in his eyes. Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, like
0: the yes, really good. <laughs> no, it was it was honestly there were so many great moments in that film, and the score just really added to that. The score did not let it down. I feel like the the score broke one. It, while it had some good moments in it, it, mm-hmm. it also was kind of had some strange.
3: Really, strange I actually really like the road. Okay, the only new, like Disney movie, Disney Star Wars movie tracks that I don't like or like the 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 soundtracks I don't like is mm-hmm. TLJ. I did not like oh. that <laughs> at no, that I all. I like some. I like
0: some things from the Last Jedi. I especially <laughs> like the part where. Um, yeah, there's that. Like, there's a few notes, or not notes. I guess there's a few. Uh, there's like a little snippet. It's I can't remember what it's called now. Um, I think it might even be called the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and it's when like Kylo realizes that Luke isn't real. And I, I love the music that that plays there. Oh, I don't I don't remember, remember that,
3: yeah. yet, that yeah. But ultimately, like, yeah, there's, there's not really a lot of new
0: out, tracks right. in that. Like, yeah, it was all reused. There was there was um, yeah. Rose's theme, it's all which was great. Oh, yes, Reeves. Rose's theme. Yeah,
3: that was the only mm-hmm. one. The mm-hmm. only fun
0: mm-hmm. with But other Rose. than that, it was very i don't know
1: just you know
0: underwhelming uninspiring yeah. I guess. you know what and
1: nest theme reminded me of when i when i when i heard it it reminded me of um the duel of the fates just like that epic um you know from phantom menace yeah, is choir it when, um...
3: music. like epic choir music yes yes of, you know? yes,
1: yes. Yeah. It just okay yeah no, i can buy that, that. Uh, yeah, i, I, I get felt that. like the energy and like the i don't know i it it was great and i felt the intimidation even though you know when she takes off the mask she's a baby she's a little girl Oh, well, not a <laughs> little girl but she's a, a young woman
3: but no uh, i
0: reckon she's about 16.
3: yeah she's young. yeah
0: yeah she I and is that the good. first yeah, time you
1: hear han say kid right
0: oh i don't know actually yeah. oh <laughs> A bit rich I coming from Han uh, that age, home isn't it?
1: Kid? Yeah, it's so funny. I was like, you guys are both young. You guys are probably like <laughs> ten years, like five years apart or something. I don't know. No, <laughs> like,
0: I think probably about ten years. I think Han was twenty-four. Like
3: oh, was he? Okay, okay never mind.
0: Yeah.
1: I think.
3: Was he? Twenty-eight. He would be.
2: Tw- was he thirty in any year? So would he be twenty? How long was he
1: in the Imperial Navy? Yeah, or? probably not that long. And then
2: would just be 10 years younger than he was in New oh, Hope. Oh, but I think... I know no, I think that, I think that he... No, tw-
0: I think that he was 20 in the introduction scene. Mm. And then maybe he was like 23, 24. Because it was like three years later, wasn't it? Like, when he...
3: Oh, didn't it even yeah. say how many years had gone by? I think so. Yeah. I think it was like
0: three years. I think it was like three was years it? or something. Yeah, he was, a, he was a trooper for quite a while.
3: Mm. Yeah. So, Han was
2: 32 in a New Hope, so he'd be... 22
1: See, here? Not
2: that
0: much. Of By. Age. An I suppose not. But.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Seven years? I mean, Rey and Kylo are 10 years apart, so. Yeah. So he's going to collect it. <laughs> yeah. That collective, yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> so I guess the only thing to discuss now is the where it's going to go. Where is Solo going to go? Um, are we going to get sequels? Are we going to get semi-sequels where it's kind of like based off like Boba. I mean, the Boba film's already been announced. Um, mm. And I do really hope that it's connected. I, I really do feel like they're connecting
3: Something. I,
0: I feel like what they're doing is kind of creating their own mini-cinematic universe for the anthology films, right? Because Rogue One Rogue One felt very disconnected from like all the films, but I feel like what they're trying to do now is have almost like a not like a straight-up trilogy or a straight-up saga, but kind of like their own mini cinematic universe built within the Star Wars one. And Maul is going to be the main villain or of that.
2: I was thinking that we can tell that they're setting up Maul for somewhere, because you can't just introduce yeah. a character like that to the general audience and, like, say nothing. Well, I mean, I they can, can like... but I don't think Disney would do that. I'm sure they're planning sequels or did plan, but with Solo underperforming, I'm not sure if they're still going to go ahead with them. I don't yeah. know. I feel like, I feel cool. like but...
0: Solo underperformed, but it didn't bomb yeah and as much as like you know sensationalist media headlines will will try and make you believe and also there are reasons as to why it did and it wasn't to do with the quality of the film yeah um, exactly and that's yeah. my so i'm hoping that that's got you know got enough going for it mm-hmm. and um They'll, they, won't, they won't... I mean, the Boba Fett movie's already been made, so if it had anything to do with the more stuff, then it's gonna happen. And I
1: thought Kathleen Kennedy before this movie even came out said that she wanted a Lando movie, didn't she? Yeah. That was...
0: She said she'd be interested yeah. in doing one, but she, what she said oh, she, I think, feels what she said was... She got misquoted as well. Oh, okay. Uh, but what she said was something along the lines of a Lando movie would be good, but he's not entirely relevant, and she'd rather do stories of more stories of Han and Chewie. So Mm,
1: okay, yeah. So okay, well, I mean, but I'd really like to see. I'd really like
0: to see what Ron Howard and Lawrence castan can do with a film that's uh, and John castan because it was John castan as well, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Can do with a film that is completely theirs, and they don't have to worry about reshoots or anything like that. I'd really like to give. I'd really like to see what they can do with that opportunity.
1: That'd be so good. If this is a reshoot movie, (laughs) goddamn, like. Yeah.
0: So I'm still hopeful that we'll see those movies, and I'm pretty sure we will. But mm-hmm. yeah, of course yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But I'm hoping. To, I'm hoping that they they see the reception that Solo's got, which is gen- generally positive. Um,
1: mm-hmm. As far as the quality of the film, mm-hmm.
2: I don't think I've seen anyone yeah. online. That yeah, exactly. Really hates it. I've mostly seen people liking it and people. I've it,
0: seen people refuse to see it, <clears throat> but but apparently know everything about it and yeah. why it sucks. So <laughs> hey, you know they know everything, I guess. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, But hey! Yes, <laughs> um, I,
1: I mean, I definitely will buy a digital copy and an actual physical mm. Blu-ray of this, and I will watch it repeatedly. Mm-hmm. I've well, I've
0: done my like, bit. Yeah. I've been to the cinema twice now to watch it, cool. so...
2: I'll be going oh, cool. another time. I would go another time. Three times.
1: I went to TLJ like three times, I think.
0: Um. I, might go, I might go again, I don't
1: know.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: I didn't even see... TLJ that many times. I think I only saw it like five times, and I saw TFA like what? twelve times. Yeah, twelve. We've
4: been sarcastic then. <laughs> well, okay, no, well, you just know. being sarcastic. You can, you oh, can, I
0: didn't. I didn't see that the last jelly two minutes. I only saw it five times.
4: You can
3: check my Reddit post history, and I stated somewhere I the you know the amount of times and what formats I've seen them in. Mm.
0: But but you just said. You just said, can I just, can we just go back to that? <laughs> I haven't seen The Last Jedi that many times. I, I only saw it five, five times.
3: times. <laughs> I know. Just in the yeah. cinema. Just, yeah, in just, the, just, the all cinema. All in the cinema. Paid, wow. in the cinema. You watched... I watched TFA 12 times. You watched times. a movie... You watched TFA 12 times. 12 times. Oh times. My god. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. <laughs> but it was worth it. I was so happy for oh, that movie. in your part? Oh... <laughs> I mean, it
0: was a good movie, but twelve times.
3: I I was scared that they weren't going to make any more after this. I was like, yeah, they bought Star Wars, but like, what? if this does bad, then I'm never going to see another movie. I'm never going to. You really, th- you oh, really no, no. thought that the Force no. Awakens was no. going to do badly? Okay, this is my thought process. I the last time I saw a Star Wars movie in theaters was mm. Episode Three. And sorry. This was like halfway through the movie. We had just got in and, and I really wanted to see it because this is when I was like really getting into Star Wars. Like I was always into Star Wars, but like I never gone to the movies to see one as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I saw like I saw like half of it. And then this was like my first actual like Star Wars movie, like full on. Like I was into it. I, I started getting into speculation and yeah, I, I, it was a really big deal for me at the time.
0: Well, it's because Revenge of the Sith bombed so spectacularly that George Lucas actually had to sell the company from going into <laughs> debt. That's what happened.
3: But, it's a really sad story. It's a really sad yeah. story of
0: Star Wars. It's just yeah. So I can understand why you were so scared that Star Wars would, would be a financial bomb <laughs> and that you had to see the Force like in twelve I, I wanted to give all to... All money. <laughs> oh, god, I
3: just all my money. Oh god. 12 times. Twelve times. Twelve times. Bored, girl.
1: Amazing.
0: Were you not bored by the twelfth time?
3: No, I loved no. it. I absolutely loved it. I don't know what wow. it was about that movie. Now I get kind of bored of it, but at the time I was like, "This is the most amazing thing Jeez. ever." I get
0: bored of movies quite quickly when I rewatch them. Like really? I have to leave. I have to. I probably see if I saw if I seen twice in like a pretty short period of time, then that that'll probably do me for like a quite months. a while. Oh. Um but i don't know i mean um i can understand it i guess. i mean the the force awakens was a great movie um okay. i think but like i said i think that i, I ha- well no i haven't said this actually i think that i had as good a time with solo than i did the the force awakens i think the only reason why the force awakens might be like a little bit more up there for me was because mm-hmm. it was like the first star wars yeah. movie yeah. back right right
3: everyone out like, of the other saw mm-hmm. it it was yes. amazing um with T- uh, with TLJ, I honestly thought I was going to see it more. I wanted to see it more, but I don't know why I didn't. And now I watch the movie like constantly like on a loop
1: at Mm -hmm. home.
3: But I I really wanted to experience it more times in theaters, especially the throne room scene. Like just on a big screen. It was just visually the most beautiful thing I have ever seen in Star Wars.
0: The Last Jedi is a film that every time I watch it, I like it even more oh really yeah i because i didn't like it the first time i watched it Uh but every time i watch it now i'm like i appreciate it more and more Mm -hmm. i find i find less things wrong with it and more things right with it Mm -hmm. which is kind of the opposite of what i have with the force awakens to
3: some degree Mm -hmm. yeah like for for what you said earlier about all the like most of the jokes landing in tfa i like i don't know like there was more cringy moments for me Mm -hmm. in that and like especially in in uh tlj like so many jokes did not land and it was such a shame because that movie it, it, i felt i i was hoping it would be more like empire where it was like more serious notes yeah that movie
0: had the drama nailed down i just don't think the humor wise it just it felt all tacked in it felt like um it felt like this movie is way too dark we need to add some humor into it and some <laughs> yeah. of it worked a lot of it didn't <laughs> But hey, I mean, you can't get things perfect all the time. One question I will ask before we before we wrap up the solo talk What was your favorite joke slash funny moment in the film?
3: Do you need anything? Oh, what was it? Equal rights?
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the that L3. Was...
3: For, yeah, that's fun. Fun.
0: for me, it was uh, the *Calrissian Chronicles*. <gasps> yes! I just that oh caught God, me that so really off guard. Funny. It caught me so off guard. I didn't. I just wasn't expecting it at all, and I cracked up so hard oh in that God. scene. Like, yeah, it
3: it was so funny,
0: so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it just summed up Lando's character, especially like so
3: yeah. He was like and being all smooth. He's like *Calrissian Chronicles*. <laughs> Never <Not weird. laughs> I <laughs> know. <laughs> Oh so god. Funny. Oh, I'll
0: never th- I think that will never get off me. And also the part where um Han, like uh, so Beckett's in the turret and he he starts using all this like weird Star Wars jargon <laughs> to Han yes. and Hansel and the Hans like well are they or aren't they like
1: Yes. That was so <laughs> funny. He started to using me. all these
0: <laughs> <laughs> <It was laughs> I can't remember I I, really, I, I mean, need to remember like them now. Oh, man. I need to remember the analogies yeah. cuz I'm going to uh, I'm going to have to use them in the future <laughs> reference.
1: Well, my favorite on running joke was when um, L three told like that droid to like I don't know free oh, your brothers oh, and sisters, and they kept all like oh. taking off. It was with that little device on it. It was
3: congratulations, congratulations, you're liberated. Go free your brothers and sisters. Oh yes, <laughs> that was so funny. You can see all the droids like and the, go- the little and gonk, like... gonk droid just like stomping on the things like
1: yeah <laughs> yeah panel. yeah I. You know, I loved all the droid
0: stuff. And, yeah. What about you Todd? What was your f- what was the funniest moment for you in solo?
1: He's
4: gone
0: again. I think
2: my for me, my favorite joke or funny moment was I hate you I know.
0: Darling. all cool. oh, Land Lando and Han. Han. yeah. That was great.
2: Just the play on the famous line from Empire.
0: But like that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't like a, an affectionate I hate you. That I was genuinely
4: like, hate that was like you. I hate you. I know.
2: <laughs> I hate you.
0: Which is why, I like, a lot of people... Well, no, I wouldn't say a lot of people. One of my biggest worries going into Solo was this would be the last time Han and Lando meet. But I definitely don't think that's the case now, given how their relationship left off. In It'd be really weird if that's how their relationship left off. Because you kind of do get the feelings that, okay, yeah, there's a bit of, like... There's a bit of distrust between them, but they are still friends. Whereas you definitely don't get that vibe off them in, uh, at the end of Solo. Like, they no, they, they don't really like each other. Especially, <laughs> I don't think Lando likes Sir uh, Han, especially. But I feel like that wraps up Solo Talk. So we're heading over into the community segment, the last segment of the podcast. So if you have a topic for us to discuss in future podcasts, you can go to our subreddit at Kesselfun, And if you go onto the speculation topic suggestions, you'll find a thread there. And you can give us little suggestions, maybe what, what topics you'd like to see be discussed by us in future episodes of the podcast. Um, so make sure you do that. There's also a Q&A segment. You can ask us questions that we will answer on the podcast. You can also ask us questions in the YouTube comments section or on the Discord. So, you know, if you have any questions you want to ask us at all, it can be Star Wars or non-Star Wars related. It can be silly or serious. Just head on over to any of them three platforms and uh, ask away. But, La, you, uh, you prepared a couple of questions for us. So, do you want to read them out? Sure.
1: The first question I have for you guys is which syndicates do you want to see in a film or TV show?
0: I'd like to see Black Sun. Same. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was pretty
0: cool. Uh, but in a film. Because we've seen them in TV shows, but Black Sun, mm-hmm. I think, would be quite cool. Does Death Watch count as a syndicate?
2: Death Watch was a... more of a terrorist organization, yeah. if anything. <laughs> well... <laughs> okay, so not really oranges, a syndicate. Apples and oranges, I'm
0: just kidding. <laughs> apples and oranges, swings and around. They abouts, were a large you know? part of
2: Maul's little crime syndicate thing, so...
0: So if we see... if we see, um... Mm-hmm.
1: Crimson yeah. Dawn... Then. They could
2: they could be a part of that.
1: Oh yeah, especially I, I feel like I think Kara might be important enough to be featured again, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, definitely. If if not in a film then, I, but I think she will be part of the film. I think she will be in Han's sequel. Oh, I. Um, hopefully this
1: syndicate wasn't featured in a in any films or shows or anything, but the droid syndicate that was featured in Most Wanted, the not the company uh, novel. Ooh. Um, oh. That'd be cool. It's a droid syndicate. The droid syndicate. What's that? It's exactly what it is. It's a droid syndicate. It's. A <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, in the so it's just full Afro of comics, evil droids. Um, Triple Zero took over like a syndicate and became head of that. Oh snap! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love Triple Zero so much. Wow.
2: Yeah. Oh, I was. It didn't last very long, but mm-hmm. who knows?
1: And the second question is: Who would win in a fight between Padme and Leia? Padme.
0: Yeah. Leia. Well, I say Padme. Leia. I'd say right, Leia. Right, okay, this, okay. Is it a blaster fight or is it a fist fight? Ooh.
1: I was thinking blaster, but, I mean...
0: Leia. I'm thinking fist, fist fight. <laughs> Leia would I mean, win a fist fight. I think
2: Leia's because... been through the whole rebellion and is actually, oh, yeah, like, fought in a true. war for, like, years. Well, Padme true. has a little bit of that, but... Not nearly as much as Leia.
3: I just think about Padme and the global are Aggressive negotiations!
0: <laughs> I just reckon it'll be a brutal mm. fight. I reckon it'll be like <laughs> hair pulling and like scratching. And
1: Dress ruining. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mother and daughter. Maybe. Oh no wait, it's gotta get a bit weird yeah. now. <laughs> well,
1: if you make it weird, When yeah. I remember like you you that. Yeah, you made it weird. weird. Well,
0: we've had, no, we've had, um, we've had father and son. We've had Luke and yeah. Vader fight. Ooh. So exactly.
1: what if Padme But we haven't had la- alive, it's poetry but stayed on the side of Anakin against the Oh kids my god like, why
3: <laughs> Stop...
0: Well then Leia would uh, Leia would have a lightsaber. Which, oh, hang on a minute. Padme stayed alive yeah, but stayed yeah. with Vader.
3: So she
1: was uh, So well, the kids they were like it's just basically parents against the kids. Like
0: So what if rebellion. Padme stayed alive Vader got Leia
3: oh and Pab- padme and
0: got luke, luke. That, so then leia and luke
3: leia were like pitted against man. each other yeah, <laughs> yeah. luke yeah. and that padme the... are like the soft
1: the softies mm-hmm. in soft their boys. family and like soft leia's freaking hardcore so she would yeah. be a perfect apprentice for in bear. one of the
2: old comics the ones with like what ifs the i think it was the in you hope one, Oh yeah i remember uh, them Leia was captured by Vader mm-hmm. after the Battle of Yavin mm. and he like trained her and turned <gasps> really? her into the Oh, side. you and need then to give me the Luke number. Map. Yeah, it's, I uh, that. Who wins? I I think that Luke turns Leia back to the light and Vader. Yeah, I mean, what's he going to do? See, sometimes being a
0: softy <laughs> does help.
2: No, but it no, the <laughs> Star Wars, I think it was Star Wars Infinities, A New Hope.
1: Mm. Five issues. <laughs> hmm? I don't know, man. I think uh the Vader with a, a Leia apprentice would be pretty sick,
3: Because so. even Yoda wanted to train Leia and not Luke. Ooh.
1: Yeah.
0: He didn't want well he well actually no to be fair in, no, he he didn't want Luke because he was worried that he would turn to the dark side. So maybe Leia wouldn't be this great apprentice then for Vader. No oh,
1: no man. Mm. But I think uh I think Leia I would know. win in a fight between her and her mom. <laughs> no.
0: I thought you I said, said Papa. She changed her mind. But okay, but I create a convincing <laughs> argument. Yeah.
1: Pretty much. No, I just had that decision on my own
3: before.
0: <laughs> What's Padme gonna do? Use a politics. Yes, like. yes
3: going <laughs> to fight with words.
0: That's gonna end like Han and Beckett. She <laughs> doesn't um, have to
1: fight, maybe Anakin <laughs> would interfere. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> what would be the situ- what'd be the scenario mm. where these two fight?
1: Disagreeing over Vader's redemption. <laughs>
0: Oh so like Padme would be like, yeah, Anakin can be redeemed yeah. and Leia's like, no, so he's like, like
2: is Padme old or is this? That's a good game. question. That's a good question.
3: Yeah, I was thinking this, I was thinking no, no, Natalie no, no, Portman no, no, no. and like this young characters. This could happen in World Between Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. There Neeta. we go.
0: We need to start do we, we should we should do this every episode. We should pick two characters yeah. to go in between the World Between Worlds. And who would win the fight? What, maybe be like young Padme and old Leia. Ooh. <laughs> i still go with Leia.
3: I would go yeah, with
1: Yeah, like, I reckon she's, she's
0: only backwards. become more ruthless yeah. as she's got older.
1: That's true. She is a hella hardcore <laughs> as an older woman, so. You're devoted. Yeah. You're, demoted. <laughs> You're devoted. You're <laughs> devoted. Carrie slapped him, like, what, 20 times or something? Yeah. Jesus, Lord.
0: She survived being sucked out into space. Yeah. That's pretty hardcore. Padme would probably she die. She gave in birth Kylo <laughs> Ren.
1: Seconds. That's pretty hardcore, man.
0: Yeah. Now I reckon Kylo Ren was a was a good kid. He only he only became a little bit off the rails maybe when he uh, started to get like. No, he was always a
3: crybaby. He was always emo, man. Yeah, he was always emo.
1: (laughs) That's true. And Han said he had. That's true. Once you know. Oh stop! Oh I know. Dude,
3: last shot. God, (laughs) Uncle Wando.
0: (laughs) Uncle Wando. I wonder what Lando and Ben's relationship was like. Good. Like I wonder how, like when like, the last time they talked oh, I don't
1: know. <laughs> Did we tell Please. you about this, Sam? How um Lando yeah, left a know. blaster. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah I was good to mention that too.
0: What but was this?
1: Lash
3: Bloodline? Oh blood night. What mm.
1: butt was this? No.
0: Yeah. Last shot. He,
2: he gave him the blaster in the third aftermath book. Mm. Or at least he was thinking about doing it. Mm. Before he was born as like a
3: Oh yeah, gift. and he was talking to to Lobar, right? Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. He go. wanted
2: to get him some capes too. Nice.
3: <laughs> and now he has caves Yeah. We'll look at him. Yeah. Maybe
2: that's where he Maybe? got his cape from. My, that's my Lando head head was like, hey, he got his fashion sense from his uncle Lando.
3: Yes. Yeah. Dude, he is really well dressed for a villain. Yeah.
0: It would be I would actually really like cuz cuz didn't he wasn't there something about in the book as well like, you know, if you can't speak to your dad, yes. talk to me. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I would love it if that was a if that could possibly be a scene yeah. in episode 9. Ooh. Lando and Ben. Yes. And what would Lando be like? Would Lando be like, yeah, good job, you no, killed your dad. No,
3: well he'd probably thanks. tell him, like, it's okay to feel, like, you know, down or whatever, but don't let it consume you or something like that.
0: And then he'd probably tell him, like, a story about how his dad was like, yeah, what his dad was like yeah. at his age. Yeah, maybe would Lando be you know, be how like, he was like really a scoundrel. All and all make mistakes,
3: man. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and I've murdered a few in my in life. We well, all kill our dads. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, I hated my dad, too. And then I I they treat would, like,
3: crack open, like, the equivalent of a beer or something. And be like, yeah, it's hard, And whiskey. Yeah, Caroline was pushing the Airsdales. Yeah, but yeah, that's canon. That's for
1: real. That is now yeah. head canon. Yeah. Maybe
0: that's why they're saving Lando because they like they want him in that scene.
2: With who knows? Kerry Probably gone, not. I can see him returning because Carrie's yeah. gone.
3: Han is dead. I still think her death by itself would would help him along. That's true. To turn.
1: I've had such solo brain, I haven't thought about episode nine in a while, man. Like
0: oh, I haven't yeah. really, to be honest with you.
1: But yeah, that's the end of the questions I have for the team. So
0: <laughs> Okay, well we'll do that. I-, I like the idea though. I like I like pitting two characters. Like, next week we can do I don't know, I don't know who we can do. I don't want to spoil it for next week, but um we'll do two different characters next week and we'll just It could be like Silicious B crumb and like Chat. So- <laughs>
4: <Okay. laughs> <Shut. laughs> Jabba uh, the Hutt. No, and like, Jar <laughs> uh, <yeah. Skalicious> <laughs> <laughs> oh What's God.
2: What's Jabba's Rod of the Hutt versus Galicious B. Crumb? Mm. Well, Rod of the Hutt might be, like, older by mm. then. Well,
0: how, H- we how old is he going to be here? We got the world between Teenage worlds. Hutt? 50. Yeah, World Ooh, between,
3: between, between Worlds. worlds. It yeah. don't yeah. matter. You don't <laughs> age.
0: Well, I feel like we need to specify the age of the characters <laughs> when we write it down because this got way too confusing, actually, mm. so... <laughs> I was
1: thinking young Padme, young Leia. I was thinking young Padme, young Leia. Yes.
4: That's
0: yep. exactly what I was thinking. Okay, well, we're on the same wavelength there, but I feel like we need to, like, you know. Because then you could have, like, really old Vader, and, like, what about, like, Anakin and Vader? Could they fight? Vader?
4: Hmm.
2: Depends on what Anakin.
3: Yeah, which, like, episode two Anakin, where he's just, like, reckless. Can or, you meet like,
2: Can
0: you meet yourself in the world
2: between worlds? I don't uh, know. I don't know. I mean, You can,
3: because
1: Ezra... Well, you can't anymore. It's gone. Thanks, Todd. I thought Ezra saw himself. Like, when he was running to no, the ship? No, that... he
2: heard Kanan. Yeah. And everybody else, so... No, but remember
1: I mean... when he saved Ahsoka? And he saw himself yeah. running to the ship, and then Ahsoka saw him.
3: Oh, you're right. Wait, yeah, I think you're right.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you can't see yourself in the web too, mm-hmm. well, then.
3: I mean, there was also that, that Mortis thing when uh, Ahsoka met her older self. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's mm-hmm. true.
3: Yeah. Maybe that was also a world between worlds portal <laughs> thing. No, because that wouldn't make
0: No, because that wouldn't make sense because if the right this is not a world between worlds is kind of like weird to me. If the mo, if the future's always in motion, yeah. but time there's not like a specific place in time that like said this is where we're at now. then how can the world between worlds exist? Well, it's
2: all fluid anyway because like I guess time travel is weird and I'm not sure how Star Wars is. We have like a I always view the world between worlds like those were windows looking yeah. out and mm-hmm. some of them you can enter but
0: not all of them obviously
2: yeah just
0: like so like they were all like different alternate universes well, as well maybe
2: not just like you're peering through time but it could change i guess because we know that the future isn't set yes in star I, wars
3: i feel that if you like again if you would like have ahsoka come back then that would change like the past events that happened before she went into like the present if that makes sense oh this is
0: wrecking my head
3: so Mm. i feel like like you you should be only allowed to enter like your time like your timeline or whatever like what events you're a part of Mm. because then that could just cause like a hella crap (laughs) yeah that could cause a bunch of problems I would love to see that in a comic or something. Just like not like even if it's like a non like canon thing, yeah. just to have like a comic series of like okay like uh, here's a what if new what ifs you know, and mm. it's like they have this platform, but it's like if we see it on screen then oh we canon, mm. but like if they have this like comic thing then it's like oh like these are what ifs like you know because we have this. I love that. I love that yeah. 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 That'd be great. Was it?
1: Yeah we're going into the world between worlds, oh, the will of the force, or was that like bending the will? It opened it. It opened up for him. Yeah, it opened I up. That for was him. Really oh, yeah. So it was meant to happen, right?
2: Yeah. And yeah, the Mortis
0: gods let him in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, what you said was about uh, a older Ahsoka showing up in Rebels, no, not Rebels, in Clone Wars. Like that was also on Mortis, and the Mortis gods are were on the doorway to the world between worlds. So it's definitely possible that there's a strong connection there. Yeah. Because, like, I mean the Whipple World is, like, uh, showing the way the Force is everywhere all throughout time. Okay. And just, like, ways to tap into that, mm. which is, like, people already do that. They can see into the future. They can see stuff like that. It
1: wasn't bending the will of the Force by saving Ahsoka yeah. though.
2: Because, like, we have the the owl, the yeah the, the daughter, daughter yeah. was guiding Ezra. So I guess you could yeah. say he had her blessing?
1: If she's, to go a, ahead. I suppose so. If she's the light side of the force, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, I mean, not by
1: that.
3: <laughs> but like, I would imagine, like for for someone like a dark side user, you have to like sacrifice someone, <laughs> or, like to open Jesus it. Christ! Like, Whoa! Smear that their
1: blood on the big. on the yeah, <laughs> the door handle of like,
3: it. <laughs> yeah, some like weird voodoo night sister shit.
0: I was looking on the I was looking on the subreddit today, and, um, and maybe I don't know when it was posted, but it, it must have been only a couple mm-hmm. days ago. Some guy had, like posted this like super complicated diagram of how Sidious could be alive and how he might show up did- in Episode Nine. It was like, <laughs> did no one see this? No. Oh, no. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can find it now. Yeah. Hang on. It was really like.
1: Was it good? Hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> It, it was so sense. like, I don't no offense,
3: know. no offense to
0: the guy, I mean, I guess like, I guess I like if he really,
3: it would be like, <laughs> <just right>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true though, look, okay, I found it, so it was done by a guy, alright, this will be our speculation of the week then, dead quick,
2: here
0: we go, it was done by aggressive jellyfish, right, mm-hmm. full credit to Sick him, name. whatever what that's else? worth, calling him out, calling him out for this shit, <laughs> <laughs> right. oh shit, can I this? no, <laughs> well, I, know, I can now, hang on,
3: why, so far, we've only said the S word. Yeah. We've said it like three times already.
0: I know. Well, we can use soft swear though. Soft, <laughs> oh soft swear words. Oh my god.
3: <laughs>
2: I mean, if it's if it's good enough to be in almost solo. Yes. In Last yeah. Jedi. Yeah, we're only yeah.
0: all, We're allowed to say
2: shh. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. Did you just cut it? Just cut it so it says that.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. cut it just like mid sentence. Yeah. Shh.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right. Okay. Um, I've, 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 linked, it. It. I've wow. linked it. Oh, I was. So it, it seems to be. It seems to be. Right. So he seems to be. <laughs> I get so confusing. So he he kills Darth Plagueis. Right. And then he. <laughs> really cool. oh. His old self comes back to teach his new self. <laughs> and then his 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 new his his current self. Wait, what? His current <laughs> self goes. To the window between worlds, meets his old self. Oh, I don't. know <laughs> I don't even. Wait, understand. wait,
3: wait. Self- Whoa! Oh my oh. god! <laughs> oh my god! I love this. Oh, wow! It's I gonna take this.
0: them. <laughs> it's gonna take them half a movie to explain this. this shit. Look, no. The no.
2: They can hand out these diagrams to the movie
4: <laughs> patrons in the <a> cinema.
0: <laughs> here you go. If you don't understand this, by the way, Palpatine survived. <laughs> he's in episode nine. <laughs> It's like don't don't open it. They'll, they'll hand it in an em- envelope, and they're like, they don't open it until <laughs> like we tell you to. And and then when like, Obsidian shows back up, will are like, right now open this. Okay, okay. Because so, we don't have time to wait, explain it in the read film. These? So just read Can it. we
3: read these out loud?
0: Okay, so Todd, you can do one. Mm-hmm. Liz, you do two. I'll do three. Lai like, you do four. Liz, you do five again, and I'll do six. Okay. okay, so Todd, you go.
2: Okay. Sometime after killing Darth Plagueis, before becoming emperor. Darth Sidious uses Sith alchemy to access the World Between Worlds to save his future self from certain death.
3: After being thrown down the reactor shaft of Death Star 2, Sidious from the future is caught (laughs) by his past self via the World Between Worlds portal and is teleported to the past.
0: Sidious from the future tells his past self everything that he needs to know and to be prepared for the future. After this meeting, his future self retreats to the Unknown regions, which he had completely mapped out when he sensed a threat there. That was actually himself this entire time.
1: (laughs) Using the information from his future self, Sidious goes on a mission to take control of the galaxy and destroy the Jedi. His meeting with his future self would explain how he is able to foresee everything during the prequels and the originals Uh. to consolidate his power as a galactic emperor.
3: his past self managed to cheat death by creating a loop where he can live eternally however this means that he created a predestination paradox in which he shaped his past self to become the emperor but also how he is supposed to be saved hence Sidious is doomed to fall in the reactor shaft of Death Star 2 forever if he wants to cheat death every time. His future self can now (laughs) cryogenically freeze himself to wake up later to consolidate power again after his other self teleports back to the past and after Operation Cinder happens.
0: Since Operation Cinder was triggered upon his death and some Imperials still held on to the ideals of the Empire, aka the First Order, would Sidious have taken Snoke as his apprentice and secretly pulled the strings? this entire time, would Sidious reveal himself upon snow's death?
3: Oh wow. my god, please! Yes! I
0: mean... I unironically want I this, love this to happen this. now.
3: This, okay, the, I give him props for doing all of this and, like, like not only incorporating, like, Rebels and freaking the, the, the prequels and, like, OT, but also including ST and Battlefront 2.
2: And the books. And the, the
0: books,
3: yes.
2: Look,
0: it's it's possible, but it ain't gonna happen. It's gonna There's happen. No way. It's gonna happen. It's wow. not, I'm
2: full on board Could with this now. Could you imagine doing this
0: really
1: long you know monologue, what, like y'all. when he comes back? I'm <laughs> this is great.
2: I'm going with this. This
1: is yes. Yeah, so I hope they amazing. hand out the diagrams at the. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> please do. And on that note, I think we'll wrap up this podcast. But um, come on, <laughs> leave on And the it pirate. has
3: 66 comments. Oh my. Oh my. Oh yes. <laughs>
0: Nobody comment on this. Nobody comment on this. you are going to comment no, now. No, no. Somebody Lock won't. the thread, Sam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just for our
3: personal <laughs> enjoyment. So oh, my God.
0: I'll get out about it. Okay. Anyway, on that note, Liz, would you like to give out the coordinates? Yes,
3: I would. If you'd like to find us in a galaxy far, far away, you can find us on our subreddit at rkesselfun, twitter at kesselfun, youtube Kessel podcast, soundcloud, at SoundCloud.com/slashcastlefunpodcast, we are also available on Pocket Cast, Just type in Castle Fun Podcast, and also on YouTube at Castle Fun Podcast. Click below to subscribe to our channel, and click on the notification bell to see all our new content first. Be sure to give this a big thumbs up, and see you around, kids.